Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. First and foremost, Nikki Haley losing the Nevada primary to none of these candidates. <laughs> None of these candidates got 60% of the vote. Uh, Nikki Haley sits at 33%. But here's the shocker. Mike Pence, I didn't know he was still in the race, but he got 4% of people saying he's our guy. Um, So Nevada is often the forgotten primary, for lack of a better term, that takes place. It is a caucus. It's similar to Iowa. However, due to the expense of running in in Nevada because it's Las Vegas, right? There's really one media market and the cost of doing that. And because that, look, there's a plethora of reasons, but like Trump does, wasn't even participating in, in the, in the process. Mm-hmm. And it's just forgotten about yet. It was there. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. It did occur. So I think we're like, obligated to cover that it happened but you're correct right so the options were nikki (laughs) or nikki haley uh mike pence tim scott and the rest of these people you have never ever heard of so i won't even say their names yeah so nikki haley got the most amount of votes of everyone who was participating she got 30.8 percent and then you're right pence at four tim scott at 1.4 it's pretty brazen to vote for a person who's no longer running for president for mm-hmm. president, right? That's how disenfranchised you are, I guess. So Donald Trump, not on the ballot, doesn't count. He'll be the winner of the caucus on Thursday, get the state's delegates. But even more, uh, he's going to—he's getting even more than that because he's getting everybody reporting today that <laughs> Nikki Haley lost to none of these candidates. <laughs> So it's kind of like a double whammy for her in a way. Not only did she not win, but now everybody's talking about how she lost to none of these candidates. Yeah. uh, And again, this whole, okay, so I think the bigger story here is how screwed up um, the whole process is. Because the fact that you even have none of these candidates as an option, that's number one. the, the no delegates are awarded, so you're having an election. This is the pri- I, and I, you know, I want to make it clear to people: this is a primary. Then there is a ca- then there is a caucus on top of this, and it is no delegates are awarded, and then the caucus is what matters. And th- that's what I'm saying. Like it's so. Why do it then? It, this is my it's point. Just a waste it's, of time and money. So convoluted mm-hmm. that you are going to have in a primary y- yesterday th- that awards no delegates. She loses to none of the above. Mm -hmm. Then they have the caucus on Thursday where the thing is actually awarded. Nobody's even participating in any of it because of the cost of doing business in Nevada. And it comes back to, and this is the overarching theme of this conversation, which is the whole process sucks. The whole process. You have Iowa, which dictates everything. Then you have New Hampshire. It's not even a, a, a Republican state that dictates everything. And then you have this bizarro world in Nevada, sandwiched in the middle, where there's a primary that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then there's a caucus, and no one's participating in anything. Yet that has some influence. And then finally, Casey, at the end of February, we get to South Carolina. Right. Does that make any sense? Is it, is it March now? I don't even know. It doesn't even matter, Casey. The whole thing sucks. We need to go to... We need to quadrant off the the country. 
and we need to rotate which portion of the country goes first. So, hey, one year it's the these states that we deem the West, you go first, and then the Midwest, and then the East, and then the South. It is ridiculous that we give all this attention to all of these these individual states, and this is what we're dealing with where she lost. Did she lose? Did she win? Doesn't matter. No delegates get awarded. So why are we doing any of it? Well, I'm curious if Donald Trump will now turn his attention to Nevada and away from Indiana, because he's been spending a lot of time talking about how Nikki Haley didn't, did get on the ballot here. Will she be on the ballot? Won't she be on the ballot? I want to ask why we are allowing people to pick a presidential nominee based on caucusing. Mm-hmm. That's not even a that's something you do to replace a set, a state senator who resigned, Casey. That is not how you pick the president of the United States. And yet in two of the three first voting states, their delegates are awarded on this bizarro, long, hyper-involved, difficult-to-understand caucusing process. We want to talk about election integrity. You want to talk about like people trusting the vote or participating in the process or understanding. This is the last way you should be doing this. And yet, two of the first three nominating states, now keep in mind, this state goes twice, apparently, because they have a primary that doesn't count. <laughs> a primary that doesn't count, Casey! Mm-hmm. And then you have the caucus, I guess that does count, but no one's participating in any of it. Does... You you couldn't make up a worse way to pick your nominee. Oh, I don't know. You you maybe you could. Maybe it's happening here in Indiana. Well, based on if you have enough signatures, if those signatures are verified, if those people actually live where they say they live when they sign a piece of paper. So two things. One, coming up at ten oh six, we're gonna have David Shelton on. Uh, mm-hmm. People may remember him. He ran for Secretary of State on the Republican side in twenty twenty two. He is also the the clerk for Knox County. And David is one of the most professional, uh, just right down the middle people. Like, he is the perfect guy. When he ran for Secretary of State, I said he was the guy that should have been the nominee because he is by far the most qualified person that, that, that was running. But he, he oversees elections, obviously, which a clerk does in Knox County. And he's going to be with us at 10.06 to talk about, one, Nikki Haley still has the signatures as of today mm-hmm. and he's gonna talk about how ridiculous all of this has been we're gonna give you an inside behind the scenes look on how convoluted that process is and um adam wren from politico had an article out that is out last night I actually retweeted it at robin kendall about how ridiculous the trump and banks behavior is here in indiana and nobody has any idea why they're even so entrenched on this about keeping Nikki Haley off the ballot because she isn't even going to be running for president by the time it gets to Indiana. And yet Jim Banks, look, Trump has no idea what's going on. So let's just kick Trump out of the equation. And Trump is Trump. And everybody knows Trump says things all the time that aren't right. And it's like chuckle, 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 crazy uncle speaks again. So Trump has no idea how our elections work. He said things that are just grossly wrong about how Indiana's elections work. He didn't even know when Indiana's elections were. So let's just kick Trump out of the equation. Somebody got to him. He tweets. That's how it goes. Jim (laughs) Banks looks like a complete moron and a petulant child right now because Jim Banks does know how our elections work. Mm -hmm. He does know how the signature process works. He does know how the verification process works. And for him to have retweeted Trump and put that thing out there was just gross. And as of right now, 
he's still wrong mm-hmm. because she is on the ballot. And David Shelton, who is a Banks and Trump supporter, right. is going to be with us to tell us how she's still on the ballot. But even if ultimately they kick her off, really, Jim, that's the hill you want to die on? Kicking somebody off the ballot? Like, that's what you're proud of? I, the, the whole thing is, and that, that article by Adam Wren does a real deep dive on just how ridiculous Jim Banks behavior and and Trump's as well but I I'm seeing some similarities by the way uh you know them not wanting Nikki Haley on the ballot in Indiana to him not wanting John Rust is, on the ballot it's 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 gr- it's gross I mean it is this obsession, it is now a legit obsession by the establishment wing of the Indiana Republican Party to keep people from running for, for public office. It is the most bizarre thing, and they're brazen about it now, Casey. They're brazen about how they view you, they view regular people as a threat, and not only do they not want to, like, just, John Rust is not going to win. Jim Banks has every advantage imaginable. I mean, he has name ID, he has money, he has the party apparatus behind him. If Jim Banks doesn't get 70% of the vote against John Rust, it will be a colossal failure. And yet, they can't stand, even when they have everything in their favor, they can't stand it that they might actually have to work and win your vote. Just a little bit of competition. Uh, it is just, uh, just, and the, they're doing the same thing with Nikki. Who isn't even going to be running, Casey? Mm-hmm. Nikki Haley will not even be running for president when it comes time for the Indiana Republican primary, she will be done after South Carolina. Trump is going to beat her by a million points, and yet they are spending all this capital and they're burning all these bridges. And that's what the kind of the Ren piece is about, is about why are you doing this? It doesn't even matter. Okay, so we're going to go from none of these candidates to none of these border bills. <laughs>